Hello and welcome to the Rabbit Hole, the Definitive Developers Podcast, live from the Boogie Down Bronx. I'm your host, Michael Nunez, our co-host today. Dave Anderson. And today we'll be talking about job descriptions, software engineering job descriptions. I'm sure right now there's a ton of people out there looking for work. And Dave, you mentioned you ran into an article talking about this. Yeah. I mean, like, like you mentioned, I guess we, we have a callback to our episode a couple of weeks ago, the pandemic job shifts. Episode number 156, according to the tats. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, there are a lot of changes in how we work. So even if you already had dis- job descriptions that you may have had on your site, you may have to rewrite them. And if you are looking for a job, you may have to read them. So it's not easy to get right. And they tell you a lot about you know who's writing it, even if they're written poorly. So yeah, it's, it's a good thing to look into. Yeah, we have uh, some thoughts about uh, what makes a good job posting and what makes a bad one. I think we also will link the article that, I guess, sparked this conversation for us to have in the first place. I think we should start with with the good, I guess, because like, we can always do a little good right now at the moment. <laughs> yeah, from the good side, like, so... Earlier this week, Aaron shared a job posting on our company Slack, calling out like how well written it was and like how it really told a story about what people are expected to do with that job and what kind of challenges they're facing right now. Mm-hmm. And, and then I, I came across another article today that talking about like how you can there are definitely signs that things are not going well also at a job. You know, job. Right. So kind of just underscoring like uh, it's really important to get it, get it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the job description that was shared was from the company Tuple, friend of the show. Uh, ben Orenstein was on to, to talk about Tuple and how that works. And then that job description came up on the Slack and we wanted to have a conversation about that, which was dope. So let's Dave, we're starting with the good, as we mentioned, and I think you mentioned one thing to start this conversation is the clear goals and expectations. Like one can read a job description and understand what they're asking you for the role that you would apply if you were going to apply for this job. I think if you have an idea of what it is that they're asking you, then you're more willing to do the work as opposed to reading something that's very vague and then, you know, you're expected to do everything. Right. Like you could have a very vague description of your responsibilities saying, yeah, you must write good code. You must deploy the server. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> or, you know, write a story. But like, those are like very generic things that you could say about any software engineering position to one degree or another. Right. So the, the thing that this tuple post really does well is that, you know, they're, they're a small group of people and they know exactly what their challenges are and what the next things are on their plate. So it's like, okay, like we need to work on this technology and we're going to use it in this particular way. And, 
we need your expertise. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's easy for the reader to, you know, know right off the bat what's expected of them so that they can apply to the job or not. Like where you can read it, understand, and then, you know, go on with your life or you can apply for the job. Right. It's not like India shared some thoughts on this as well. Like shout out to her and, she specifically called out how this posting has a why this job may not be for you section. And they're like, definitely good reasons. Like why that might not be for you. Like, right. The small company. So they don't have like a process and they're still figuring things out and it's like uncertain. There's not as much structure. So, you know, that may not be for everybody, especially if you're a, a junior engineer and you're, you're looking to like, learn and, and be taught right and being honest and upfront about those expectations are awesome as opposed to putting someone through the interview process that person gets hired and then doesn't really align with how they expected the work to be right their tool is very upfront and what you know what the deal is what you're expected and, and all that yeah another thing that she she called out that was pretty great which kind of slid by me at first, but there, there's a lot of like inclusive thought that goes behind the job posting as well. Right. You know, it's thoughtful about pronouns, thoughtful about the kind of beverages that they say they may enjoy together. <laughs> with just specifying that they are tasty and not necessarily that they are alcoholic or non-alcoholic or tea or coffee or whatever. Right, right, right. And also, like, in terms of years of experience, too, it doesn't say you need to have 20 years of web RTC experience, like being founding member of the, like, body that proposed the standard for web <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. It's just, like, you have to be an expert. And, like, if it took you a year to get those the expertise, then that's great. Like, you just need the right experience. It doesn't matter how many years. Right. So like they asked for an expert, right? Not like a ninja, for example, cowboy, you know, they're really specific in what they were asking for. Yeah. I mean, those, those things that kind of paint a picture, but like, they're not really specific to like the reality of the job. Like you won't find yourself like on a horse in a canyon wrangling some like web connections or like you know in a shinto village like throwing stars and you know assassinating somebody it's like no you just need to know your shit and yeah (laughs) you know flipping out banging on the keyboard flipping out again like that's not what they expected you to do oh my god this guy's too much too many (laughs) backflips Like, why did we write we needed a ninja? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that would be hilarious. Someone shows up with full blow actual ninja skills. Oh, yeah. They're like always sneaking up on you, too. (laughs) (laughs) Throwing ninja stars from down the hallway when (laughs) when you got something wrong on your PR. Right. It's like just hitting you in the face with a ninja star. Like, dude, (laughs) come on, bro. (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) I think there was another, 
as we were looking for content for this episode, I, I was looking at, at a different website for a completely different job description. And I think one of the things that I really enjoyed about this particular uh, job posting is from Descript.com. We were having the conversation on. Oh, yeah. We were like just completely over the moon about this, this product. It just looks so cool. Guys, give us a free trial. We're shouting you out. Your job posting, cool podcast tool. Anyway. Yeah. So one of the things that I liked about the job posting is it was short and like straight to the point, right? It wasn't like a lot of lot of fluff or a lot of like buzzwords and all sorts of different things that you would normally expect in the job posting. It's like, hey, two or three sentences, what this company is about, you know, two or three sentences about the responsibility and then like a generic detail, a generic like bullet points of things that you would expect it to know when you're doing the job. I think we were talking about how like things could be pretty vague, but like, I think they were, you know, they were not, I would, I would say they were not vague because of, um, they were asking for specific skills at the same time, just giving you exactly what they need and what they do and what to expect and that kind of stuff. But it was like very short, like, you know, there's, there's job descriptions that can be very long and, and have all sorts of lingos and nuances. And it's like, that's, is that part of the job? It's, it's kind of interesting, like comparing the, the two as well, like the Descript posting and the tuple posting, like Descript says that you are going to collaborate with product and design teams on crafting great user experiences. That tells like a great story. Yeah. It tells you like, you know, who you're working with and what your goals are. And like tuple is a really small company with like four people. So they're like, you're going to work with Spencer and drill. <laughs> Here's their Twitter accounts, and you'll check them out. You're going to be best buddies. Yeah. Or, you know, nothing like that, but, you know. But they're in different steps of their organization, right? So they're going to write different job postings. But even then, like, there are definitely, like, have a lot of good points and, like, thumbs up to their job descriptions and what they, where they currently are and what they're looking for. Like I think as they both have the same elements of, of ask and want and information for the individual to then apply for the job. Right. Like really like trying to paint a picture of like what, what your experience will be like taking this position in like as, as little number of sentences as possible. Yeah, and in the stride posting, I was curious because I have I haven't looked at a stride job posting in a long time. But like we really quite literally break down like the minute to minute day of like what your day is gonna look like and like who you might be having coffee with. <laughs> it's interesting because it is like it's a very varied experience working for a consultancy. Like there's a lot of responsibilities and a lot of different things that we find ourselves doing. So. I thought that was an interesting strategy for laying it out there. Right. But even, yeah. And even then, like, not to say that a long job posting are bad, but they lead to bad patterns that you would find in a bad job posting. But if you're like super detailed and you're, you know, given information enough for the individual to then pick it up and, you know, understand what the job is. And that makes, whether it's short or long, it makes that job posting better if they craft it with good practices like we mentioned before i mean like well i mean we could we can jump right into what what are some bad experiences 
when we're looking at job posting. I just like the 10x stuff, like the whole idea of a 10x engineer. Oh my god! Like, who who comes up with this stuff? <laughs> like, I'm okay with being a 1x engineer and a father. <laughs> And then, like the craziness that people expect the 10x to do, it's like pretty, pretty hardcore, man. And like to ask specifically in the job posting is so dangerous, right? Like there are like kind of euphemisms for red flags, maybe that kind of are similar to the 10x, where if they say you have entrepreneurial spirit, maybe it means you're going to work a lot of hours, or yeah. You work hard, play hard. That means that we're just never going to let you leave. <laughs> it may be hard for you to be a father. Yeah. Because you got you to play hard. But, you know, Gio wants to play hard, too. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, he, I, y'all can't see him, but he's back there in the bedroom ready to play. He's heading off. Yeah. He's, he's, he's slowly crawling all his way over here. He's in the kitchen. He wants to play. And like the idea of like having to, you know, that, that entrepreneurial spirit, we see that all thrown all over the place, which is pretty much like, oh, you got to work to the bone and we're going to have you on call every week because that's, that's what we're planning to do for you because we have a product we want to run and be successful like that. If that's your kind of stuff, man, then like go right ahead. If they're paying you right, like sure. But that's, that can be very, very energy draining for an individual to want to work in that environment. I guess there's like kind of like if like the thing that you mean is that like we, we expect that you'll be working lots of hours then maybe you should say that instead of saying like euphemism. Yeah. Like, there's kind of a balance too between like being funny in a job posting that we were talking about like talking about ninjas and cowboys and <laughs> being authentic versus like being bureaucratic and yeah. uninteresting because like you you do there's like kind of a little bit of a marketing spin to it like which i think is maybe why people want to bring cowboys and ninjas into it because like they're like that'll sell right like <laughs> yeah well, we'll get somebody who who would want this job right you gotta get butts in seats and cowboys and ninjas get butts and seats yeah but yeah like maybe you could do it by being authentic and having your own voice right and yeah here's another one i think a lot of people may have seen yeah we want we want someone who who has a five years of experience in graphql or like or like 10 years and i need i need a engineer who has been working in react for 10 years okay my, so my, <laughs> you're looking for the inventor of those <laughs> things. Like you have to, you're looking for somebody for Facebook. Yes. You're you, looking for Facebook. <laughs> or like, you know, 13 years ago, like I, I just really need the authors of Go. Yeah, I, I, need, I need the gopher <laughs> to work on this project right now. Right. Um, it's just like it's so unrealistic to ask for someone when when those those numbers of years that come out of these job descriptions can be a bit extreme, right? Like we've just mentioned frameworks and programming languages that 
or ask for more years than their actual existence, which is crazy. But this is not like I've seen this before, which is, which is insane that like they're doing this. Right. But it's like they kind of there's like a weight to it. It's like it's like you're like multiplying it by something and like making it bigger or like a it's like maybe you could put it in a different size font. If it's like 10 years, it's like in size 10 font or like size 100 font. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it could be a bit extreme. But like, I mean, really, you could be more inclusive to people's perspective of themselves and their experiences just by indicating like level of familiarity, maybe. Like if you want someone to be an expert, then say they should be an expert. And right. It took them, you know, six months to become an expert or 10 years to become an expert. It doesn't really matter. Or if you just need someone to be familiar with it, like, okay, like, are you familiar with SQL? That's fine. Yeah. Like, another thing that I think can be hard to get right is, like, similar to how we're talking about, like, listing years of experience uh, for specific technologies, like, there's a balance between, like, listing the stack you might be using uh, versus like having a general description of the responsibilities. Right. So like those two companies that we called out earlier, Descript and Tuple, both have pretty good job postings, but like very different approaches on that particular aspect. Like Tuple's calling out looking for someone who knows a very specific technology, WebRTC, very well. Whereas Descript is just kind of saying we want CS, strong CS fundamentals, experience with web technologies, HTML, JS, CSS, and REST APIs. And, you know, like right. maybe like writing code that's maintainable, performant, testable, whatever, general kind of things, but like really not specific. So it kind of like I'm like looking at this and it's good because like I don't feel excluded because I don't know like I don't know the specific stack that they're using. Right. I don't feel like well what are you using? Are are you using like Python? Are you doing some Python machine learning in there? Yeah. Are you doing some React? Is it in Vue or Angular? Like yeah, is it Angular? Oh man. Yeah. That maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, whatever. But I, I mean, I think it kind of like reflects the attitude that of the company, maybe that it doesn't matter. Yeah. I think like an extremely vague one, according to the article that we were, that we mentioned before, it's like, oh, join us at X where your mission is ours. Our customers tackle the hardest missions. Like those things, like that's like super vague and like not really knowing exactly what they're working on. Those that demand extraordinary amounts of courage, resilience, and precision. Like what? What's going on there? I don't know what that job description is asking for. Those are, you know, it's a software engineering job, not, you know, going out into the field and, and whatnot. Yeah, or who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know what they're asking. I don't know what stack this is talking about. It, but I got to be courageous. That that's what they're asking me to do. <laughs> and I think that I think that's why that's how. Like, even though we mentioned that both uh, Tuple and Tuple and Descript job descriptions are a little different, I think they still drive the point home of like what they 
what the stack is and what they expect. And they may leave some room for mystery, which is not, you know, ideal, but I still think like they go over generally what it is and what it takes to get the job. And, you know, if they could be one of those places where it's like, oh, we, we have Elixir. Oh, we're picking up Elixir for this project. Are you willing to, you know, learn Elixir and make it happen? And like that kind of stuff. Or right. you're, yeah. So they can't really, they can really, maybe they can't mention like the tech stack because it can change depending on what you want and what value you may bring as an engineer into the team. Yeah. I think also like there's a degree of like leaving it open for conversation and kind of like being kind of like a marketing pitch for it where like, like I looked at the Descript job posting and it doesn't talk about what frameworks or technologies you're using. And I'm like, I'm going to look at your website and I'm going to pull it apart. I'm going to see what you're using. Yeah. Very curious. I want to know. Because that, that's one of the reasons why I look at like job posting all the time. I just want to see where your stack is. Gonna, yeah. Mm. What are people asking for? Like what this, what's, what's popular right now? Is broccoli JS finally a thing? I don't know. That's <laughs> in the sun. But oh, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like we're like kind of thinking about this, like leading up to our discussion. Kind of reminded me of like reading like online dating profiles to a degree. Yeah, you're trying to craft like the perfect profile, and like you you want to list out all of your favorite songs, like all your favorite bands or something like that. But maybe that's like too much. Like you don't want to like list out all your favorite like databases. Right. Like, want to be like, okay, like what fundamentally about a database is it that's important to me? I like relationally modeled schemas that <laughs> <laughs> in sunsets. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then you you got to make sure that what you currently have or learning are skills that the industry is asking for, right? Like you want to make sure you're up to up to shape. You know, if you got to go back there out of the field and, and, and be on the market again, you have to make sure that you're marketable, I guess. So, you know, so like, uh, you know, if there are people out there who still listen to Green Day, that's good. Or like some other punk rock band. Oh, no. I, haven't, I haven't listened to punk in forever. People don't make fun of me. <laughs> Green Day's my jam though. That's a totally interesting look at the, the job postings as we, you know, we're currently uh, in jobs right now, but like what are people having to learn to stay, to get a job and like, are we capable kind of deal? I mean, like good software engineering doesn't go out of style. There you go. You know, listen to all those rabbit hole podcast episodes, uh, <laughs> software engineering testing. Yeah. And you know, they ain't good. I got two RTC, then you're not good. Then you need to know web RTC. Get that out there. <laughs> yeah, get out. Go ahead, make it happen. Two more websites I wanted to shout out, and that also kind of leads into this conversation is the uh, 10x.engineer. That's a good one if you want to figure out the list of what it takes to be a 10x engineer. You can definitely go and check that out. And Wait. the other one is yeah. 1x. What was that? Please add us. Let us know what you find on the website. Yeah, we we find the list and you you let us know. 10x.engineer. The other one is 1x.engineer. And let us know what you think about that uh, particular website. I thought it was pretty cool. I definitely upset about that, talking about it. Like it's 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 kind of a good job posting in itself, I guess. Yeah. It is awesome. It is awesome. Yeah, maybe sometime soon we'll talk about the 1x engineer if you find a job posting that you do like, please share it with us. I'll be more than happy to share 
you know, good job postings, but job posting for people who are looking for work too. We mentioned before, Tupel is looking for engineers. Just a shout out to Ben Orenstein again on that. Descript, holla at us, please. We want to check out that sweet, sweet app. There's a job description, job posting for that. Uh, Strides hiring. And I imagine many others. So we'll definitely find some examples of job descriptions out there and we can help job descriptions be better. Follow us now on Twitter at Radio Free Rabbit so we can keep the conversation going. Like what you hear? Give us a five-star review and help developers just like you find their way into the rabbit hole. And never miss an episode. Subscribe now however you listen to your favorite podcast. On behalf of our producer extraordinaire, William Jeffries, and my amazing co-host, Dave Anderson, and me, your host, Michael Nunez. Thanks for listening to The Rabbit Hole.